Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's churches on Sunday the 30th of August, the 12th Sunday after Trinity. We hope you enjoy the sermon and the hymn of the day. Our sermon today has been prepared and is preached by Archdeacon Jane, the Archdeacon of St Albans. We hope you enjoy listening and don't forget the hymn of the day afterwards. Have a great week. God bless you. I wonder what it is that motivates you. What's your motivation in life? For me, that question could be answered in lots of different ways. For instance, what motivates me to get up early every morning? Well, the simple answer to that is that I enjoy the peace and quiet of having the house to myself before anybody else in the household gets up. What will motivate me to lose the lockdown stone? The knowledge that my winter clothes fit that much more tightly than my summer clothes. But what about the bigger questions in life? What motivates me when it comes to money? What motivates me when it comes to my lifestyle? What motivates me when I think about jobs? What motivates me as I look to the future? Behind all these separate questions, which might have lots of different answers, lies, I think, a set of values, which determine my general outlook in life and drives all other motivations. In our Gospel reading today, we hear Jesus being very stark in his challenge to firstly Peter and then to everyone. Stark in his challenge of where our motivation lies. What is at the heart of what we do and the decisions we make? Jesus knows what's coming. He knows that he will suffer and be killed when he goes to Jerusalem. But in trying to explain this to his closest friends, Peter, quite understandably, jumps to Jesus' defence. God forbid it, Lord. This must never happen to you. Peter's response is motivated by a deep love for his friend Jesus but also out of a sense that this is deeply wrong. No one should suffer and be killed. Jesus' response to Peter is quite shocking. He says, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block for me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. What a crushing response to receive when you are simply leaping to your friend's defence. But Jesus knew what he had to do. He knew that this was a path he needed to follow. He knew that however hard it was going to be, he would have to put other things before the preservation of his own life. I've often wondered whether the strength of Jesus' response to Peter, which can seem really harsh, was in fact an indication 
of how hard following this path was already for Jesus? Is this a foretaste of the inner conflict Jesus found himself battling with in the Garden of Gethsemane as his suffering, his trial and his execution were about to take place? In that garden, we find Jesus crying out, Father, take this cup from me. Even Jesus, both fully human and fully God, struggled with surrendering all to God's will. As Jesus tries to explain to his closest friends what was going to happen, he couldn't allow himself to be diverted, as it would be all too easy to turn and follow a different, seemingly easier path. It would be all too easy to be tempted in another way. At the beginning of Jesus' ministry, he spent 40 days in the wilderness, facing all sorts of temptations. Temptations to take the seemingly easier path. He stood firm then, as he stood firm when Peter tried to give him a different option, a seemingly easier way. He stood firm in the Garden of Gethsemane, saying, but not my will, Lord, but yours. Jesus knew that his motivation was doing God's will, in following God's path rather than any other. And this is the challenge he makes to every one of us. Jesus said, if anyone wants to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And those who lose their life for my sake will find it. It is a challenge to surrender all to God, to be solely motivated by him, to deny our own desires, our own wants, and to instead be purely motivated by God's values and by his will. But that is why it's such a stark challenge, to lose our life for God. But in doing so, Jesus, Jesus promises us that we'll find it again. Elsewhere in the Gospels, Jesus promises us that he came so that we could have life and life in all its fullness. When we give our life to God, when we are motivated by his values, his will, then we are promised a life which will be full. So we have a choice to make, not just once, but every day, just as Jesus did. A choice to follow our own desires or to follow God's. That is our choice, to follow God's path or our own. But how do we do that on a daily basis? How do we know what God's will is? How do we tell whether God's will, God's desire 
is the same as ours? How do we know if we're in tune with God's thinking or whether we're wandering off, finding our own way instead? Now, to answer that properly could be a whole series of sermons, but I offer just three really simple suggestions today. Firstly, values. Are our motivations based and rooted in the values which we see in Jesus' life? Are we loving our neighbour as much as we love ourselves? Are we living a life of forgiveness? Are we seeking after things that Jesus sought after? So firstly, values. Secondly, pray. Talk to God about your own thoughts, your own desires. Ask him for his wisdom and guidance. Maybe ask him to give you a sense of peace when you have come to a decision that is in accordance with his will. And finally, and thirdly, talk to others. Use others who you trust and who are also trying to seek God's way to help you determine what God's way is for you. So what motivates us in life? Well, the challenge of today's gospel reading is to make that motivation God. That is not an easy choice to make, as it wasn't easy for Jesus. But it is a life-giving choice, a choice to live life in all its fullness, a choice to give away in order to receive. My prayer for each one of us today is that we may have the courage to be followers of Jesus, to deny ourselves and to live our lives for God, knowing that in doing so, we will find something so much greater. And that in those times when that decision is hard and demanding a great deal of us, we may know the strength that Jesus showed as he looked to his own future, knowing what was to come and be able to join him in saying, not my will, but yours be done. Amen. I see 
You'll be looking at along with me, and it's from the old I travel to the new. Keep me traveling along with you. As I travel through the bad and good, keep me traveling the way I should. Where I see no way to go, you'll be telling me the way I know. And it's from the old I travel to the new. Keep me traveling along with you. Give me courage when the world is rough. Keep me loving though the world is tough. Leap and sing in all I do. Keep me traveling along with you. And it's from the old I travel to the new. Keep me traveling along with you. You are older than the world can be. You are younger than the life in me. Ever old and ever new. Keep me traveling along with you. And it's from the old I travel to the new. Keep me traveling along with you.